Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. And I don't know if you hear some fucking heavy breathing, but Big Bernard is sitting next to me (laughs) in the podcast studio. Uh, I'm ready to wring his fucking neck. Oh, well, you know, well, I'm sitting next to you. That's why I'm heavy breathing. Oh, yes. I don't think so. Yes. It's just part of your nature. <laughs> it's just part of your nature. But you guys are in for a real treat because Matt and I are fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm. And this is such a bad idea to do this this time of night. It's now like seven o'clock at night. Matt hasn't eaten yet today. Yep. He worked out. He worked. I've been eating all day because I'm on my new meal plan. So I'm not like that. <laughs> I'm not that fatigued, but I've been up since the butt crack of dawn and we just meditated and did all of our shit. And I was like, bro, we got to do a podcast because I have none in the can. And he's like, fucking really this time of night. So I'm already agitated. So it's going to be, don't take take it out on me because I'm here (laughs) and I'm ready. Well, the, the reason why we're doing a podcast tonight is, well, other than the fact that we don't have one for the podcast day (laughs) is... We are going to be doing shadow work. So the last two podcasts, I talked all about why it's so important during your ambitious life to do this really deep, dark shadow work. And then I gave you guys some amazing journal prompts. I had a bunch of people reach out to me and say, oh my God, this is like amazing. This has changed my life. I've been doing a ton of shadow work in Ambitious Academy. And today I said, Matt, why don't you and I just like randomly do some shadow work stuff that I've channeled and I won't even tell you what we're doing. You won't know the questions beforehand. I won't even know what I'm going to be asking until I ask it. Great. (laughs) This is like my punishment for uh, something. I don't know because she's tired. (laughs) Yes. I like to take my, that's my shadow work. I like to take my aggressions out on on everybody. Mostly me. So we're going to be doing some shadow work today, but before we begin, if you're listening to this uh, the week that it drops, you guys, don't fuck around. Bitchapalooza is here. We are doing the whole entire shebang for 48 hours. I took $444 off the top. So if you guys are in early access for Bitchapalooza, get your tickets now. Remember, it's happening January 6th, 7th, and 8th of 2023, which seems like really far away, but bro, we're halfway through 2022 already and six months in, we're going to be doing Bitchapalooza. Um, it's going to be an absolutely incredible experience. It's going to be honestly a once in a lifetime experience for a lot of people because we've never done anything like this before. I've done big retreats at retreat centers, but to have something that's all my own where 
no one can control me. <laughs> no one can tell me I can't swear. No one can tell me I can't have fucking dance parties dressed up like a unicorn. You did it anyway, no. so who cares? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you, you, you can't be tamed. That's true. That's true. No one can tell us we can't drink, we can't scream, we can't party. <laughs> and we're going to have the best, amazing, fucking awesome, I don't even know what else to say time. Yeah. But Matt knows I like to party, and he knows that I put on a good show. It's going to be awesome. So it's going to be an amazing three-day event. And like I said, it's happening January 6th, 7th, and 8th. So if you're smart, you're going to get your tickets at the discounted rate, which is $1,000 for the three-day event. We have a ton of surprises, too, that are coming. I'm not going to tell you everything, but we have a lot of amazing surprises coming for that weekend, too. And I'm going to like reveal them as they come I already know what we're doing, but I just like to eke it out, kind of like a fart when you tighten your asshole, <laughs> like I just did before it we went live. Like, but, it, but it smells like unicorns and rainbows. Yeah, not right? like the hot no. box that I just gave that. No, no, I'm a, no. My podcast studio is now a You're Dutch killing oven. me. <laughs> I had a lot of protein today, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. So get your tickets. If you have any questions, just email us at hello at kbmfc.com, or you can scroll down to the show notes and see how you can get in touch with me or my online business manager, Kim, because we will be answering all your questions. Just email us. Don't be bashful. Don't be shy. You ready for this, motherfucker? I'm ready. Shadow work, here we come. So Matt says to me today, because I'm like, hey, let's do some shadow work on, for the podcast. I think that people will really love it. And he's like, I've been fucking doing shadow work for the last four weeks during Mercury Retrograde. Oh, it's been a lot. It's been tough, tough Mercury Retrograde for sure. What, what do you think was the toughest part of the last, well, like what, three and a half weeks? Three, four four weeks. You know, I was just getting poked with everything that needed to come to the surface. Like physically kind of, poked kind of or mentally, emotionally mentally, poked? emotionally, spiritually, um, you name it. It, it, it just was pulling, uh, poking me and pressing all my buttons. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what happened. I think it goes away and then I turn around and then it was something else just waiting for me. Well, we call it the whack-a-mole of spirituality. You know, mm. you think like, oh, I just hit that, hit that little guy on the head and I learned that lesson and then all of a sudden two more pop up and you're like, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. But I think that if you're getting hit with that much stuff, I think that it's going to be really good for you. Oh, yeah. You know, if you survive it. I survived. Well, get ready for, for shadow now, work. Now I'm going to survive this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get through it barely. What do you think were the biggest things that you learned during this last Mercury retrograde? Mm, you know, you, you're not in control of anything, and you just have mm -hmm. to look at things and say, why are they bothering you? You know, what? what, what... So I just, <laughs> my fingers are so fucking cold, I just hit the stop button. While Matt was talking, <laughs> and I'm like, of course, because Mercury's in retro shade. Yeah, retro shade. Yeah, that's yeah, what the two that's... weeks after Mercury retrograde is called. Oh, retro okay. shade. So we're not out of the woods yet. No, dude, yeah. of course not. So I now I have to let. Of... Now I have to tell Ed. Can you splice that shit together if it sounds like shit? So no one's like bitching and complaining yeah, about right. anything about the podcast and how it sounds. Yeah, he'll do. He'll do a great job. Oh my god. Okay. So, have you ever done shadow work yourself in this capacity? You know, I didn't call it shadow work, but I've done a lot of deep deep diving into you know emotions spirituality you know through meditation through different seminars i've done over the years through just trying to be a better person and i know to be a better person you have to go to the stuff the muck that you don't want to look at because that stuff is the stuff that will come up agreed right and to be a better person the best best person i can be 
I know sometimes I have to dive deep every now and then and figure out what's going on. Right. Yeah. You ready for the first question? I am. Oh, fuck. Here we go. All right, guys. <laughs> hey, and all of you bitches out there in ambitious land, this is just more shadow work that you could be doing because I don't think we're really going to overlap any of the questions. So feel free to have this extra bonus shadow work that you can listen to what we're going to say. And then you could just write down in your shadow work journal anything that you feel is poignant that you want to work out. And I would love to hear from you. So if you're doing your shadow work, uh, you can tag me on Instagram. You can go over on the Ambitious app and we can keep having that conversation. Um, Just today, my online business manager, Kim, told me that we now have a chat that's totally free with every woman on the Ambitious app. So it's really cool. So maybe we can have that conversation, keep going over there on that part of the app. So tell me what's going on because I want to know. This is not a lonely thing that you should be doing. I think shadow work, you need support. So I'm here. DM me. Reach out. I'm here. All right. You fucking ready, Matt? I'm, I'm ready. Sca- I'm so scared. Don't be scared. It's gonna be okay, good. ready? Yes. Here's the first question. And I'm going to answer too, and you can answer too. And if sure. if you feel like you want to interject on something maybe that I don't see yes. in myself yeah. and then vice versa. Oh, that would go well for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, come on, dude. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. This is real shit. I understand. I want this to help people. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be raw. All right. Please. Okay. How do you feel about confrontation and why do you think that this is? How do you feel about confrontation, Matt? How do I? Well, I'll tell you. A confrontation. Sometimes I have to say I like it. I do too. You know, I don't mind confrontation. I like kind of like, you know, I kind of laugh and be like, okay. How can I how can I work this through? You know, uh, how can I win? I don't think this is a good thing, by the way. <laughs> but I like to win, and I am competitive. And I, you know, sometimes winning is not winning, and I'm working on that. But confrontation sometimes sometimes I don't want any confrontation. I feel the same and, way you feel. You know, but sometimes it's like, oh, here we go. This is going to be good because I, I, maybe it was something I was waiting to do anyway. Or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I don't mind it. Like, yeah. So I also feel the same way as you. Mm-hmm. I I hate confrontation, mm-hmm. but then there's times when I really fucking like it and I actually get off on it. Yeah. And yeah. I think it really depends on how I'm doing as a human. Yes. And it depends what kind of confrontation it is. <laughs> that's I mean, true. if it's a confrontation, like, let's say. Someone's going to uh, punch you in the uh, face or shoot you. That's yeah, different than someone. I don't really want any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, those days are over. Those days are over. I want peace and harmony. But but confrontation, like I'm buying something and I have to, you know, kind of go over things with them or, you know, try to get a better price on something. Yes. That kind of confrontation I welcome. Right. I don't mind that. So sales confrontation. You're sales like, bring confrontation, it on. business confrontation, things like that. I don't mind those at all. I'm pretty mm-hmm. used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, certain conversa- confrontations like with my daughter, with Karina, oh, sometimes I put those off. And then when it blows, it blows. Yeah, but who always confronts her? Mostly you. And Mostly I'm like, you. why am I alone in this fucking well, world not, doing this with her? She's not, fucking well, not even my blood child. You're, she's yeah, your blood. You need yeah. to freaking sometimes yeah. step up. But sometimes I'm just dad. And, you know, you're looked at totally different. And you are her mom. And you've been her mom for the last almost 11 years or more. And, you know, you're a woman to woman and she listens to you. I can say yeah, the same thing. Yeah, but this is like literally what I do for work. For This is like what I do for a living. And it's so, it's sucky sometimes when you have to like do what you do for a living at home with in the people life. in your home. Yeah, well, that's, just, you know, that's that's what it is. Thanks <laughs> a bunch, bud. <laughs> that's your confrontation. You're a fuck. <laughs> you're an asshole. But. Um, I don't like confrontation when 
it pushes my buttons about my morals, my ethics, and how hard I work at something. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, when I have every so often, I don't have clients like this anymore, thank God, because I know that I'm attracting the most amazing women to Ambitious Academy and all the things that we do. But back in the day, and I always knew these people were trash, and I was like, I can help them, I can help them. But it's like, not everybody deserves me and deserves what I can bring to the table, right? So I knew getting into the relationship with them in a business sense that it probably wasn't going to work out, but I was just like, oh, I'm going to try to help them, right? And then you can already tell when someone is going to be a pain in the ass, but you're just like, wait, it's like a ticking time bomb. Like you don't know when it's going to go off, right? So when people will say to me, um, you know, you're not doing this for me, you're not showing up like the way I want you to show up for me, Um, I'm not getting anything out of this. I can't, you know, I'm not making moves. You know, you promised me that I was going to be a millionaire by the end of the year. And I'm like, I know, I never really said that. that. Never really said that. But, um, but I think you you don't get that as much because I think you get it right up front and you're like, you know something, I don't think this relationship is going to work. Well, now we do clarity calls. I don't just let every, any, but like Tom, Dick and Sally come on and do stuff with me anymore. Right. You know, before I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, I, as when I was younger, yep. but now we do clarity calls and on that clarity call, like I tell them, no, this is not going to be a good fit. Not, not a good fit. But every yeah. so often you get a little wolf in sheep's clothing that slips by the gates, <laughs> Could happen. you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden that you get the email that's like, you know, this isn't working out and I want to cancel my membership and like all this stuff. But then you find out like they just came home from a vacation that they couldn't afford and they want to start, you know, downsizing their membership things. Right. Or yeah, they're having money it. problems or, a lot of it is just they're fucking losers and they would depend on... <laughs> tell, they, tell us how you feel. I am. This is shadow work. You got to be really fucking open and raw. Sometimes people are just losers and they're going to just be mediocre for the rest of their lives. And no matter what I do, I could literally stand on my head and spit quarters for the whole entire time that they paid me. Yeah. And I, they still wouldn't you know, take the tools that I taught them and use them, right? And sometimes they'll hate you because you may be pushing buttons to make yes. them, you know, move or yes. go, go towards the goals, the supposed goals that they want to achieve, right? Or whatever they want to yes. you know, get out of the program. And so. when people talk shit to me like that, I it, it just like triggers me so much. And I'm working on that. I know yeah. that that's a trigger for me. And it, like I said, it doesn't happen that much anymore, but every so often it does. And I can feel like that, um, 18 year old Katie coming up. <laughs> Not good. You know, like when I did pageants and people would say to me, like, if you only just lost 10 more pounds or, yeah. you know, it, you like your interview wasn't as good as so and so's, like things like that. Yeah. And it just makes you feel like you're not good enough. Mm. And I think that that's the biggest thing. So I hate conversation like that, but I'm kind of like you with business. And sometimes like conversation feels so good. I mean, I love sometimes firing clients, mm-hmm. it just makes me juicy. Yep. It does. Because yeah. it's just like, fuck this, man. Like, yeah. I have total control of my life and my business. I'm not going to just, like, serve these people that don't deserve it. Good. Yeah, I You agree. know what I mean? I agree. But you are good with that kind of, kind of confrontation, for sure. Um, why do you think, the second part of the question is, why do you think that you feel this way about confrontation? So, like, when you have confrontation that's not, like, good confrontation, where do you think that that came from? I think it's usually because I knew something had to be dealt with. And I was just almost like, you know, putting it off a procrastinating yep. opposed to but where does that come taking from? action. Where does the procrastination it. come from? Well, it's usually pain, right? So you're thinking, oh God, it's going to be so painful. I got to go over this with this person or I got to mm-hmm. talk to them about this or I have to let somebody go or I have to do whatever the case may be or I have to have a tough talk with Karina or yeah. I have to, whatever the case may be, 
it comes you're up. Not answering my question, bitch. Yeah, what, what was the question? Where does it come from? Where does it come from? So, no, you you're not though. From. You're not telling me. You're supposed to be talking about like where does it come from from your childhood because it all comes from it all comes from back when you're younger. Yeah. Like well, what happened to you when you were younger that you used to procrastinate on speaking your truth or confronting whatever? Where did it come from? Probably because I didn't know that I was supposed to do that as a kid because my parents didn't know that I was supposed to be able to speak Well, your parents truth. didn't speak their truth. No, of course not. They put, right? every, they put everything under the carpet. So I probably got it from them by following <laughs> their, their lead. Oh, I'm not getting into this today. Throw it under the carpet. Well, you, you know? had some troublesome brothers and sisters growing up, correct? Oh, absolutely. So did no. your parents always confront them or would they just like let shit slide and slide and slide and slide? You know, they let everything slide. They, 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 they let so much slide with my brothers and sisters by the time that I came along because I was, I was 12 years younger, eight years younger than my, my older sister. And they were exhausted. Yeah, they were exhausted. So they would beat up my kid. My, my parents, parents had kids that were off the wall. Right. I mean, they were tough, you know, lots of problems. And so when you think about that, when yeah. you think about how you're, you're saying to me right now that you can see where the procrastination and the not speaking the truth and dragging things out and sweeping things under the rug. Cause these are all these like phrases that we learned when we were growing up. Yes. Right. Yes. So now if you think about it, when you drag your dick yep. and don't confront whatever's happening in your life, are you not emulating your mother and father? Absolutely. And no offense to them. Yeah, I've never no, met them no. in my life. They're, you know, they're passed away, but does that make you feel proud about yourself that you're like emulating the bad parts of them? Um, it doesn't make me proud, but it does. It just makes me feel like I'm, I need to work on that. In other words, if something pain point comes up or something that I'm trying to put down or, procrastinate i need to face that mm. you are BT btw the biggest fucking procrastinator I, I've ever met in my yeah, fucking life it, which which i and i'm not a procrastinator no you're not and that's one of the things that, that gets to you but that's that's who i am <laughs> what right are now, the things and that's what that's where i am now and i'm working on it and it's funny because i always had these things about procrastinating it was always like oh i work best under pressure or i like to be able <laughs> to do it you know like in college i'd you know be writing the paper the night before or oh. you know begging somebody to type it for me that is so I triggering the, i had the two finger typer <laughs> still are it was a horror show still, still are. am yeah. <laughs> but isn't this interesting though yeah so when i always say to my clients and you've heard me say this a million times when you know better you do better yes so if this is something that you know is an issue for you the procrastination thing this has to be the thing that you always are pushing against yes Yes, it was, and I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah, a funny story with procrastination and something I didn't want to do because I knew during Mercury retrograde it was going to push my buttons. And I was doing some housework because you were working and I, and, and I was home earlier and I was doing some stuff and I saw that you have, you know, what is that stuff, that, the tub of stuff that you keep for the- Oxyclean? For the, no, for the garden. Oh, um, yeah, like the stuff that I make soil with. Yes, what's it called? Compost. Compost. Okay, so the compost thing was like way over. Well, I said, oh, I'll take that out. And I'm looking and it started freaking pouring rain. And I'm like, uh, you know something? All right, I'm going to take this goddamn post compost out and I'm going to put it in there now because I'm pushing myself because I would have not done it 
right? So I said, the minute I said I started making excuses, and this is a little thing, right? This is the little weight that I'm picking up, a little small weight. Yeah. But I caught it, which when you catch things like procrastination or something like that, you catch it, you can do better or it will come to you more often. You'll say, oh, I'm procrastinating. I'm doing it. So I went out there in the frigging pouring rain. It was cold <laughs> as a bastard. And I go in there and I dump it in there and I emptied it. And then I came back in and I was like, soaking and i'm like freezing that was like you know freezing now we're in new hampshire and it's june and it's it was like it was like warm. 48 or something ridiculous mm-hmm. and i come in and i'm like yeah i did it i just wanted to get it out of the way and i didn't procrastinate That's was awesome. it was it a big deal no but was it a big deal to me because yes because i would have left that thing until you got home from work I or, know. or the next day or whatever i would have never done it well thank you for doing that because you know that that's female porn but i actually did it for me well it's female porn and i did it for yeah. me too yes <laughs> Yes. I love when men clean. It's oh, like yeah. tur- such a turn on. It's It really is. Yeah, Thank you for bringing my compost out. You're very welcome. But I mean, that's just a little thing. But there's other bigger things. Like I was procrastinating today on a bunch of work shit. So I was like, hey, let me clean the whole fucking house. And then I'll do the work shit. And here we are. And I'm like, oh, man, why did I do this? Why did I do this? <laughs> why did I do this? And I usually don't do stuff like that. No. But we have so much going on with like the launch of Bitchapalooza. Yeah. We, I have Reiki 2 all weekend. We're going away. Like there's just so many things happening. Yeah. And I'm just like, but I look at my day and I'm like, you did more today than most people do in the fucking week of their lives. I just think you get to the point where you're freaking exhausted because you're such a hard worker. Oh my God, I meditate you're today. So, I, you're so hard on yourself. You I know? am. I yeah. am so hard on myself. And that's not, a, that's bad. Yep. That's not healthy either. Good answer, bud. Yeah, thanks. You want to move on to the next question? Next question, please. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, na, let me shake. Let me shake. Oh, God, hold on. Let me get a good one. Let me get a, let me get a good one. Okay. <laughs> How were you taught to deal with emotions as a child? Mm, stuff it down. Stuff, stuff it, it down, down with, with brown. brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not with brown when I was a kid, but stuff it down. You don't talk about things. <laughs> Um, you know, you just kind of get, get over it, shake it off. Yeah. Put, t- put some tussin on it. You're like, yeah, Chris Rock says, put some tussin on it. <laughs> you know, there was no, let's talk about this. Nope. How does that make you feel? It's like, come on, get, get fucking going. There was no gentle parenting was, back then. No, there was no gentle parenting. Mm-mm. My parents were just trying to survive. Mm-mm. They were just trying to survive every day. Yeah. And it was not, um, you know, there was, that's the way it was. Absolutely. So, I, I, I was just brought up the same way. Yeah. So it wasn't, but <laughs> Matthew, let's talk about that. How did that make you feel? You know, it was none of that. It was like, what? Matthew, get over it. You yeah. Know, you know, man up or right. whatever. You know, pull, pull yourself together. Man up. Man up. Wow. Yeah. And this is why I've been on my journey <laughs> as a man. Yeah. Not to man up, but to kind of get to root causes of, you know, what makes me tick and, you know. The, well, that's what they call the, the toxic. Things. That's what they call toxic masculinity. Absolutely. It is. Right. And yeah. then what happens is men have heart attacks. Mm-hmm. They kill themselves. Mm-hmm. They become alcoholics, drug addicts, gambling addicts, sex, anything just to take the edge off. Yep. Workaholics. And that's why, honestly, I hate to say it, but that's why women live longer than men because we actually, you know. Well, you communicate a lot better. We do. And we and you, and have I think, emo- you can have emotions. Well, not if you're better. not if you grow up in the Boyd household. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I remember crying over shit when I was little and my mother would be like, I'll give you something to fucking cry about. Oh, I heard that one all the time. I'll give you something to cry about. You're already busted. And you're like, I'll give you something to cry about. And crying has a time limit. Yeah. So you have to get the crying over with quickly. Yeah. If Hurry you're going to cry, get it over with. Because if you cry anymore, chip, chip, I'll, chip, give chip, you something, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> and then you're like in your pillow like... 
oh, muffling I it so they that. can't hear it. Yeah, I used to do that too. And yeah. that's when your throat chakra. I gotta go gets into therapy, blocked. dude. Honest to God, <laughs> I know that we're like, see, this is so I'm fucked up because we're laughing about I'm this. I'm joking, but it's I'm not. I don't need therapy, but I do. Well, we're doing that right now. I, me, Kim and I call this the freaking trauma laugh. Oh, God. Because we just laugh at this shit because we do, like we think about it and we're like, how fucked up was all this? Well, it's so funny because we can look at it because we've done so much healing on ourselves that we can kind of look back and say, what the fuck was that? Yep. You know, what, what the hell were we doing? Or how, how are we managing? And there's so many kids and people that are managing that way now, you know? Yep. Yeah. I remember um, I was coming home from like Caldor. Do you remember Caldor? Oh, I love Caldor. And I wanted uh, like a Lisa Frank, probably like a racer set or some shit like that. <laughs> and my mother's like, we can't afford that. Blah, blah, blah. You know? And I just, of course, I just bitched and moaned and complained the whole ride home. And yeah. she got to the top of our street, which was pretty far. And I was only like five. And uh, I was screaming out the window, help me, because she was just screaming at me and <laughs> whacking me over the seat, you know? Oh, God. They would just turn stupid. around and they wouldn't even look and they would just punch you. They'd get and, it wherever they could get it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I was screaming out the window, help, help, I'm being abused, I'm child abuse. <laughs> and my fucking mother, she had just bought a new car that had the windows that you touch, not the oh, roll ones, yeah, but yeah. the like the automatic, automatic windows. windows yeah. And she fucking automatic windowed my neck up Till it was hanging out and it was my neck was stuck in the fucking window. I think she went over a huge bump, bro. Think about that. Decapitated, Decapitated. or like she just kind of hit a tree, like like a some like a branch on the side of the road or whatever. So she did that, and then she just um, said, "You know, get out of my car and walk home or whatever." And I just remember like walking home at like five years old in like traffic. Jeez, and like and then she just got home and like it was like nothing happened. So that was like how my life always was. It was like trauma. Yeah. And then shake it off. Shake it off. Or like don't even talk about it. Yeah. Just let, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Move on to the next subject. Right. Yeah. But how much do we do that now in our own lives now? I still do it. You do? Um. Yeah. I get really upset about a lot of things and I hold that shit in and I'm like, okay, I can't, I don't have time to cry right now. Mm. I don't have time to get upset. I have all the, if like, cause you know, like when you let it go, when you really let it rip, like yeah. as I'm saying for myself, you aren't yeah. really a crier. You take your emotions out in other ways. But yeah. for me, like I don't cry when I'm sad. I cry when I'm so fucking angry that I just like don't even know what else to do. Yeah. And I have to say to myself, like, okay, Katie, if you cry and you really let it loose, you could ruin a whole you could lose a whole day mm-hmm. of work and a whole day of being, you know, doing shit. Well, you need to take a day to cry then. <laughs> no, I if do you need not. To. That could be like a year. <laughs> I'll be like the Guinness Book World Records of Crying. I'll be like the woman in that movie that she was writing the play. Oh, you know, yeah. You know what I'm talking about yes. with Jack Nicholson? Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. As good as it gets her? As good as it gets. Is that what it I was? Think it was. Uh, and then she's just crying through the whole, yeah. you know, after the breakup. Well, because like she five, let it. Five weeks of crying. She finally let it out, got to let it out, you yeah. know? But I don't have, I just, it's not that I don't have the privilege to do that, because I could if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I actually think I'm most afraid of letting myself get so unhinged like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me now, I use like humor to deflect getting upset. Yeah. So now when something bad happens, like, you know, I'll just make a joke of it and just mm-hmm. like, okay, move, move on. And it's coping skills. I mean, you just can't throw yourself, you know, what do you call it? Into a tizzy over everything. Yeah. But how right? many fucking people do that, Matt? A lot. A lot. I'm like, I mean, you uh, have, to be, have, have to have some strength. Too. I mean, in you this day and age, motherfucker. God's sake, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> I Dude, this is this is literally what it was, man. Yeah. 
Anything else you want to? Well, I think too, you know, after everything you've been through for the last few years with, with you know, with COVID and mm-hmm. all of the stuff that you've gone through and juggling business and juggling all these different things. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's been a tough time to even get, get some air sometimes. Speaking you know? of that, the next question is yeah. how do you deal with those negative emotions now? Mm. So I know how. Yeah. What, yeah. what I know how I do. I don't I know, know how, how you do. I know how I do. Well, I, then I, go ahead and tell everybody. Uh, I meditate. I have to meditate every day. If I don't meditate, if I miss a day, I feel different. It's like if, when you're working out and you're working out consistently and you miss a couple of days of working out, you're like, oh, something's missing. I yeah. need to get to the gym or I need to run or whatever it is the thing that you do right. that makes you feel good. Yeah. I have to have time by myself to think. Think time is very important mm-hmm. to me. Listen to something um, inspirational. inspirational, right? And I think we were just listening to a book together. You, you pointed out, I forget who it was, but it was like, I don't stop my day until I listen to something or I have an hour to myself. Oh, is uh, Brian do. Tracy's No Excuses, I think? No Excuses. Mm. And I noticed my day flows so much better when I take the time for me. And I need it now. Yeah. I, I didn't, I probably needed it before, but now I'm older, I treasure that time yep. because it really sets my mind straight and I can get to put in the good stuff that I want to put in. And I get to learn something too. Right. So that's really important to me. Um, the meditation is really important to me. So I can cope. And I, I can cope from a place of strength. And I can cope from a place of, you know, pure thought. Right. Opposed to just, you know, trying to throw something and making it stick. Yeah. You know? And that gives me time to be able to deal with the pressures. Yeah, of, you're, you're uh, so fucking fancy. Life. I love how you're like, I just meditate. I have think time. I'm talking about also. Mm. What negative things do you do to cope with negative emotions? It's not all just sunshine and rainbows, motherfucker. Oh, God. I'll throw a freaking uh, uh, plate or a fork or something if I get yeah. frustrated. Matt likes to slam things. Or I slam something. And Whatever's that, in his hands, I'll he likes to put what, it down and I slam can, it. I can honestly tell you, the times I do that, usually I was not meditating yep. or I didn't take time for myself. Absolutely. Or somebody intruded on my time that day and I allowed it. Yeah. So you're mad at yourself. Yeah. Because I'm like, why am I even fucking dealing with this? I should be able to just come from a place of, you know, um, higher self mm. opposed to just, you know, old negative emotions that Matt Babine used to be, you know, throwing stuff or right. acting out or acting like an asshole or whatever. But it's eeks. It eeks. But you have to take, that's why it's so important to fill your own cup so you can go out there and do and be the best you. Right. And that usually when I have those days, it's usually like rolled out of bed. Mm-hmm. Somebody was calling me. I thought something was more Pe- important than my time. People on the lawn screaming, I'm Harry Potter. Oh, God. I'm Harry yeah. Potter. We, we, we had some work done at the house. And I'll tell you something. If I never see a working workman. Don't say that. We still have more things <laughs> no, to do I here. Understand. Don't but fucking I, I do that. I just need a little bit of a break. And the people that I wanted off the land are off the land. Yes. Yeah. Now yes. everybody, the good people are coming. Absolutely. Um when I have negative emotions, I do the same as you. I meditate. I take that. I need, I, I need, and I'm going to use the N word. I need alone time. Yeah. I don't get energy from people. You know how people are like, oh my God, I'm like a social butterfly. And I'm like, when I'm around a lot of people, I get energy. Yeah. That is not my jam. I never realized I'm such an introvert. Oh yeah. I mean, Both really. Both of us are. And, and it's funny because. I never was like that when I was a kid. I always needed, I think it was just because I wanted to get well, out of house. Well, because we were house. running away from what the fuck was happening at home, <laughs> we dude. Know, we didn't want to be in the house. That's right. That's we were right. like flowers in the attic. Remember that fucking movie where the lady kept the kids up in the fucking attic? Yeah, dude. We I were was, like, bye. I was gone from, in the summertime, I was gone Same, from dude. 8 o'clock in the morning until the street lights were on. Absolutely. And then I was like waiting to get out again. Yeah. But we just, I don't think we had the 
um, spiritual energetic awareness that, that we did, you know, that we do now when we were children. Yes. So if we did have that awareness, I don't think that we would. Some kids did because they're like, don't you ever like to be alone? I go, no, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Please come out and play with me. <laughs> it's so true. Jim. I'm reading my book today. I go, whoa. What do you want to do that for? Let's Come go smoke some cigarettes in the woods. What the hell, you fucking nerd? <laughs> oh, he was nerdy, but I had some nerdy friends that I had. Some yeah, they're all friends. killing it now, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And the, and the kids that are freaking crazy, they're, I don't know where they are. Yeah. But they're in the system. Not good. They're, they're in, in the some, system. They're in some kind of system. And all the nerds are all like multimillionaires traveling the world. Yeah, and I just barely missed the system. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. <laughs> but the skin of my teeth. But yeah, I do the same as you. I, I need that alone time. I, I actually meditate just like you. Mm-hmm. Self-care is huge for me. Like Matt's like, Jesus Christ, Katie, the whole day is just beauty regimen. And I'm like, <laughs> honey, I'm 41 years old. Like, do you want an ugly fucking wife that looks like a troll that lives that under will, a bridge? I don't think that will ever happen, but. But I like to do that. Like, I like to no, get I my nails do. done. I like I to get my do. hair done. Like, it's just, it's important to me, especially yeah. as I get older, too. It's like, yeah. you can't just slap some wet, and wild makeup on your face and, and go out. Time. And you're getting served yes. by people, too, when they're taking care of you. Yes. Instead of you just taking care of everybody, like the house, me, Karina, clients. Yeah. Um, it's nice parents, to have someone else so do that for whatever. me. Yeah, right. It's nice. And then I clean. Cleaning is another thing. And Matt's like, Katie, why are you cleaning? There's just something ritualistic about cleaning something and it makes you feel like your energy is clean and it makes you feel like your mind is clean. Yeah, absolutely. And I just do better work when my house is clean. Yeah, and I know when, when it's time for me to get the hell out of here. And thanks <laughs> to Terry Boyd for telling me this a long time ago. She says, you know, Katie loves to clean. And I'll tell you, when she starts cleaning, you better get out of her way and don't try to stop her. I go, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I found out about 10, 10 years ago. I'm like, okay, uh, honey, I got to go to the studio or I got to go to the, you know, I got, I got, I got things I got to do. I got to get out of here. Even it could be a weekend. It could be holiday. I'm out of here. No, and- the best is when. Last week, I was cleaning the um, garage. <laughs> yeah, it was 100 degrees out. She goes, isn't it a great day? We got to clean and we got to plant some bushes. I'm like, it's 100 degrees. Why can't we wait till tomorrow? It's going to be 70. Yeah, but I was cleaning the garage like a motherfucker. <laughs> and he stands over me like he with his tongue hanging out like, Ugh. and I'm like, get the fuck out of my fucking way. And so... He was standing over me. And I just kept looking at him, like, "Bro, get out of my way!" Like, I don't want to touch my stuff because I'll never find it again. It will be nice and neat, but I won't be. You know, <laughs> she also likes to put things away where it's like uh, not convenient. Well, to me, it like, makes sense. It makes sense to you, but it's like I use this every day. Now I have four more steps to be able to get the freaking thing where I need this item every single day. I need it every day or every other day. Don't worry, I put your anal numbing cream in the bedside table. <laughs> <laughs> so I can ram my uh, fist up your fucking ass. Yeah, now, I know, now I know where it is. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. But he's standing over me in the garage and, and he just goes, um, yeah, so I'm going to bring the trash to the dojo because we have because we have a um like a big, what the hell is that? Dumpster. Dumpster. A dumpster. A dumpster. We have a big fucking dumpster kid. It's, we're from Southie. So we have a big dumpster at the, um, at the dojo, at the uh, wellness center. And he just starts loading all the shit in his truck. And I'm like, He's going to bring the trash to the dumpster. This does not need to happen, but he made oh, no. it happen because he had to get the fuck out, the of hell out of there. And I it actually came back. I was going to go stay out for a lot longer, but yeah, I, I know figured she was almost it. done. Um, I also like to um, binge eat mm. when I'm really fucking stressed out. Stressed, yeah. Um, I will, I won't binge drink, but I'll have a couple of cocktails yep. to take the edge off. And I would say that I have a shopping thing, but I really don't. I like groceries. Yes. I, I don't buy like, you know, Gucci 
espadrilles and Jimmy Choo and fucking Fendi and all this shit. It, I mean, I have stuff like that, but it's really I like I like to have my fridge porn. I like oh, to have yeah. my groceries nice, all lined up. Fridge yeah, of good stuff to eat. Yeah, and, and it's just a, you're an excellent cook too. So thank that, you. that helps. But those are like my things that I do when I'm stressed the fuck out. Mm. Well, you make order, right? It's a way of like, yeah. you know, making your house in order. So you now, okay, my house is in order. Now I got I can put my mind in order. Yeah. And I think that comes from my childhood where everything was chaotic. Mm-hmm. Everything was really mm-hmm. fucking chaotic. So like if my mom and dad would fight, yeah. I would clean, I would rip my room to shreds because mm-hmm. it gave me some control. Yeah. Absolutely. And now I never got rid of that. So I guess in your older- Lucky me because the house is immaculate. <laughs> But then I have to say to myself, am I doing this to punish myself or am I doing this because I don't know how to cope in other ways, which I, of course I do know how to cope. I'm just being really raw and honest right, and right. vulnerable, you know? Um, so yeah. Anything else you want to put in there that you no, do? That's I, I, bad, bad habits? No, I don't have any bad habits. Uh, smoking your 32 <laughs> cigars a day? <laughs> Fuck you, you bullshit artist. Okay, <sighs> let's go to the next question. Let me find... Let me find a good one. Hold on. Okay, let me shake. Ooh, this is a good one. What is the biggest lie you consistently tell yourself and why? What is the biggest lie mm. that you consist- consistently tell yourself and why? I know what mine is. <laughs> what is yours? That I'm skinny. <laughs> I was going to say I'm skinny. Yes, I was going <laughs> to say the exact same thing. I'm skinny and thin. I can and, do it. I can eat whatever yeah, I want. Yeah, I don't have eat. to work out. I don't have to. T- I, I have to train so hard. I have to be able Me to too. work out all the time. I have to work out like two hours a day to be in shape. It's awful. No, I don't think two hours, but I think an hour consistently for you know time. We both have the same type of body where we have to work out. Well, we, we were so thin right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking at pictures the other morning. and I was like, damn, I just look fucking yeah. good. And then I was like, go. I was like, oompa, oompa. <laughs> But yes, I was because oh. I was literally, and I know you know that I'm going to say this. Like during COVID, for the first like 18 months, I feel like I was in such a fucking panic mode, mm. which I don't even know why. Because we had like really, we had like good business. We made out. We, we made really out did. Very, We're so fucking well. lucky. We're so lucky. I mean, we worked We're our so asses blessed, off, but we still made out well. I mean, there was so many people. Number one, people lost their lives. Yeah. Number two, uh, lost their businesses. Lost their businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it was a really, really tough time. It was the, it was the hardest thing I've gone through. I think uh, the, I do those too. Two years, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say the hardest. I think. I think uh, energetically, it energetically, was, it was a bombardment. It was there was no let up. Right. Exactly. Like it was like you know how like if let's just say you go through a divorce, like you've been yeah. divorced, okay. Yeah. When you're going through a divorce, it's so difficult for that moment. Yeah. You know those months yeah. where you're going through it. But then there's like a easement. Yes. Right? With COVID, it was like, you don't know when this shit is going to let, let up. And nobody's gone through it. No. So you usually, if, you know, you. Anyone that's gone through it is dead probably because they were born in the yeah. early 1900s and they went through the Spanish flu. You got it. So it was kind of like, you know, you wouldn't have anyone, nobody knew it. And I know people that are 80, they never went through it. I knew people that were my mentors. I asked them, they never went through it. Right. So it was kind of like, all nobody knew it anything. was the unknown 24 yeah. 7 so there was no control mm-hmm. it was constant chaos it was constantly changing every day like yeah. every time that matt well you we can both attest to this every time that you and i would learn the rules for their our businesses mm-hmm. the next day the d- fucking rules would be different change and yeah. then the parents or my clients would be like do i have to wear the ma- ma- mask do i have to do that i'm like i don't fucking know yeah i don't know especially at the beginning the beginning was I, well, we thought it was going to be what two months or a month, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, the and curve. then at the end, I just was like, "Fuck it!" I yeah. just I didn't want to work out. I didn't want to eat right. 
I didn't want to, I wanted, I said I didn't want to drink. I meant I wanted to drink like every night. Like no. I couldn't wait for it to be like five I o'clock. It, I think a lot of people were like that. And the people that weren't, they were just, I don't know, they were stronger than me because but I. Do you I feel just, embarrassed about that? Because I feel, it, I feel embarrassed about it sometimes because I'm Katie motherfucking Boyd. I'm the queen of motivation. Like I have overcome incredible odds in my life and I'm so successful. And then to let myself like just fall apart like that in that arena. Like what the? I mean, listen. I know I can get it back. I am Katie Motherfucker Boyd. Well, but I, it's just so. I, th- I look ugh. at it as I learned, and it, 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 it's like one of those things that will never happen to me no, again. Same. You know, it's like like I went through. We went through it, and it would just never happen. I would yep. look at it totally, totally different. I would not allow myself to be bamboozled in any way. Yeah, and I wouldn't bamboozle myself. You got it. I think, we but did. we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. And then by the time that we knew, it was too late, and then I was just like. Me want cookies. Katie, you are not that. <laughs> you're all right. Hey, you're, oh. We're healthy, we're strong, and that's that, That's the end of it. Like my grandmother would always say, well, you can get fat because you got a pretty face. Yeah. I'm like, that's not really helping <laughs> me, bro. What am I going to do? <laughs> you are beautiful. Shush up. Oh, my God. But yeah, I think that was one of the biggest lies that mm-hmm. I consistently have told myself in the last year or so. Yeah. yeah. You know? But- like I said, we're on our regimen. We're eating healthy. We're working out. Yep. And that's all you can do. That's it. Take it one step at a time because guess what? The time's going to go by regardless. Might, Might as, as well move in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. Okay. Want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. All right. Let me see here. I have so many here. Oh, God. Oh. oh. Let me shake. <laughs> I got to get a good one. How can I crush them? I- <laughs> <laughs> How could I leave Matt crying in his? Uh, oh my god, there's so many crying dude. in the there's podcast so room. Many. There's so many. I know what she's up to. Ooh, okay. How about this one? How about this one? What are your toxic traits? Mm. How do you? How do these present themselves? And how do you project these onto others? So the, it's kind of a three pronged question, right? So the first one is, what are your toxic traits? Mm-hmm. So let's let's go through our toxic traits first. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh, you want me to Yeah, go, go ahead, because I want to make sure I'm on the um, right page. What are my toxic traits? Um, oh, God, I have so many. I have I have them, too. I, have so so many. I was thinking, number one, procrastination. is, a, is Okay, a that's not mine. Okay. I have so Matt's a procrastinator. Um, probably. Lack, well, lack mindset. Yeah, I had lack mindset. Growing up, that always comes up and pokes me every now and then. Yeah. Because I came from a very humble background. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else do you think I would have? About you? Yeah, about me. Oh my gosh. Um, fuck. And now I notice the lack mindset. You're a the bullshit minute, artist. The minute I go like this, I go, <laughs> okay, oh, it's something like I, I want to say, you know, oh, I don't know if I can afford, I just buy the freaking thing because that's, that, then that's my punishment because I thought I had, didn't have it. So now I'm just fucking <laughs> buying it. Right? Because if it comes up like that, I have to beat it down. Just yeah. like the, just like the damn compost in the rain. <laughs> yes. I got, if it comes up and it's something that I, that I think that way, then I have to go the opposite way. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm getting it so much better at Okay. It. So let's go back for a second. So I got to think about this. Your toxic traits are procrastination. Yes. Um, lack. Scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes. What yeah. else? Just you know, it would be probably you know fears that come up. Mm. You know, you have so you're fear, fear based sometimes. Sometimes I'm fear based. Fear based meaning like it's usually things that I try. Usually when I get into this tailspin, it's usually trying to control things that I have no control of. Mm. The only thing I have control of is my mind. Yes. And when I know that, and I say, okay, how do I want to look at this problem? 
And it goes back again to, did I set my day up right? Yeah. And those problems will go a lot better, a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always fucking great. Believe mm-hmm. me when I tell you. But I come at it with a, a, a much better attitude. Yes. And I'll go through it much better. Um, that's, that's, I think that's the key, right? I agree. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to Google toxic traits right now. Because now I feel like... She's Googling Matt Babine's toxic toxic traits traits. list. Okay, let me see here. Toxic traits list. Um, 25 toxic personality traits. Okay, let me see here. Let's go through these. We have 24 of them. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have two. Same. All right, hold on here. Let me... What the fuck? Okay. Um, Okay. Negativity. I can be very negative. I can be really negative, even though I'm such a positive person. Mm -hmm. But every so often, when I'm... Um, triggered yeah. or I'm really tired uh, or like I'm overworked or something, I can get negative because yeah. because it, it brings me back to my childhood yeah. when everyone's like, oh, you know, complaining all the time and mm-hmm. there's a um, there's a problem to every solution. Mm-hmm. And because all of us have these programmings from our childhood right because our our brain is just a big computer and we have those groove patterns in our brains right that things get stuck in the grooves mm-hmm. so i definitely negativity is one of my my toxic traits. I, th- I think everyone has that but you just notice it because mm-hmm. you've been working so hard mm-hmm. other people just go automatic pilot on negativity yeah i don't you know, no, what I'm, I'm, not I'm not on pilot. pilot so sometimes i really have to try hard you know <laughs> to be space, negative you know, I've also learned too, like when I, I, most of the time when I had negative thoughts is when I was driving and I wasn't listening to something positive. Yeah. So uh, now I think I learned it from you where you just put a nice book on or Always. something like that. So where's that, that vacuum, mm-hmm. right? Then there's nothing there. You're going to come up with something. Absolutely. So you're going to think of, you're going to go in this, what do you call it? The, the, the loop, the, the shit pool of yeah. the loop of yep. you're not enough. You're not strong enough. You're not smart enough. Yes. You're not wealthy Who do you enough. think you are? Who do you, who do you think you are? Yep. That self-talk, right? That self, that, that little voice. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to friggin' control that little voice. Yeah. The little voice. The army of any, the aliens. And if anyone's saying, what's the little voice? It's the little voice saying, what's the little voice? <laughs> exactly. The little voice, consciousness or whatever you want to call yeah. it. It's that questions that you constantly ask yourself or the, 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 the negative comments that you ask yourself. And to beat it down is a lot of work. A lot of work. I'm getting scared because I'm like reading on while you're yeah. talking and I'm like, I have all these. You don't have all of them. <laughs> yes. All right. The next one is yeah. judgmental. Oh, I'll tell you one that you have. What? You are a hypochondriac. <laughs> oh my God, I am. I am. I am a hypochondriac. You're a hypochondriac. I have like Munchausen syndrome, but not to my, but to myself. No, to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Matt. Judgmentalness. Mm. I can be judgmental. Yeah, I it's can one too. of the, It's one of the things though that I um, try not, because I'm doing, I know I'm doing it mm-hmm. and I have to be like, Katie, you're being fucking a judgy bitch and you yeah. tell people not to do this and you're doing it. But again, judgmentalness yep. is a groove pattern in my brain. Like, oh God, the way I grew up was like, my mother would be like, oh my God, what the fuck is that bitch wearing? She looks like a fucking asshole. Like, yeah, this is what we live right? with. Right? Yeah. Or like, my mother would be like, who does she think she is wearing that skirt? She looks like a cow, you know? Yeah. And it, why would you even think that, right? Now would be like- My mother is you... honestly, by the way, she's like the nicest person. And no. I don't even think that she thinks these things. I think that she learned those things from her mother she's and her a, mother. She's just and a her... loop. Yeah. Yeah. But I, say, I mean, people say things that they don't even know why they say them. Um, Teresa Boyd does it all the damn time. Yeah. She just, <laughs> Poor Terry. I know. Why are we beating up on Terry I'm today? Not. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. I love you. Terry, I'll save you. Our judgmentalness. Dishonesty. Who hasn't yeah. lied in their life? Yeah. 
And who doesn't still tell like a little white lie here and there just to like make their lives a little bit easier? Yeah, I'm honest now. But I would, I would definitely, growing up, I was definitely probably. Oh, I was a lying sack of shit. Yeah, but well, I, I, always, mean, but I always had a story or something. Always had a story. Yep. <laughs> the dog ate my homework. Yeah, oh God, it was so many stories. But now I'm <laughs> pretty, pretty honest. Okay, this is one of my number one ones. Rigidness. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time being flexible mm. and I have a really hard time being in the flow. And I think it comes, I think it has to do with how I grew up because I grew up, like I said before, in that chaos. Yes. So when I know like, then I'm going to fart, then I have my coffee, <laughs> then I do that. Like it makes me feel safe. Yeah. But rigidity in any way is bad. Makes you break. Yeah. Cause yeah. then I freak the fuck out and I lose my shit. And everything's changed. Yes. So the, the, I'm the same way. I mean, I'd like to be the oak tree, but I will not move. Yeah, but you, you got to be the palm tree. Like, you got to bend. I got to bend. Yeah. Um, I think I'm doing a lot better. Rudeness. I'm not rude. No, I'm not rude. I'm not rude. I'm actually overly nice to the yeah. point where I think people think that they can be fucking rude to me because I'm not rude. <laughs> right? Um, lack of empathy for others. I don't have that. No, I don't have that. Um, cynicism. I'm not a cynicist. No, I'm not that either. Is it a cynicist or is it a cynist? Cynist. I don't fucking know. Don't you know, know what I'm talking about. You know about. what I mean. But, you know, a person who displays cynicism may think that interests and goals motivate people to the detriment of others. For example, a c- cynical person may assume that a polite server was only friendly for a good tip. I'm not. I don't, no. That's not me. No. Recklessness. I'm not reckless. No. I'm actually the opposite. I'm not reckless either. Um, <laughs> I'm, a Vir- I'm a Virgo. That's I'm true. Reckless. Oh, speaking of Virgos, pickiness. Are you I picky? Be, what do you think? I can be picky. I'm picky too, yeah. but I'm not picky with people. Like I'm not like, don't serve my food that way or don't do that. No, no, it's no. more I'm picky with myself. Myself too. Um, argumentative. I'm not argumentative. No. You're not either. Quick to anger. No, no. I'm not like that. Bossy. <laughs> you have bossiness. <laughs> I'm bossy. You are bossy. <laughs> Believe me. Why? Why do you say I'm bossy? I think he's just the way that you I are. wouldn't have to boss you if you just do what the <laughs> fuck you stop procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> See if I stop procrastinating, you'll have nothing to be bossy about. And um, I think you're only bossy to me, right? Um, How are I you can, bossy to well, other people? Um, I'm not bossy to. I shut that fucking thing off 300 fucking times. I kind of like it. Kinda, I hate kinda it. Just you know, gives me a little juice. Every Literally, time. <laughs> it keeps you on your toes. And everybody out there in a bitches lit that's listening is like that fucking it's goddamn fine. Gmail thing. Leave it on. Whatever. I don't care. But I've tried to shut it off 300 times. It's just like my read receipts on my friggin' iPhone. I'm like, what the fuck? Who cares? I'm like a 90 year old lady. Um, bossiness. Yeah. Bossy. I'm bossy to you. I can, I used to be more bossy with my clients, but now I realize as I get older in my career and in my business, that's like, I can only give them the tools. I can't boss them and make and you them don't do boss me as much as you used to. You used to really try to boss me. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was I'm bo- not doing that. I was bossy when I was a kid too. Oh, I can tell. I can see you. Like I would like be like, you're not playing Barbies the right way. You need to oh, play yeah. them this way. I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Self-centeredness. I don't think that we're self-centered. I mean, I'm self-centered in the way where I like to take care of myself and things like that, but I'm not like, oh. I'm I'm self-centered that I need my time, you know, like that. Yeah, but you don't put your wants over other people's needs, you know? Um, Arrogance. I'm not arrogant. No, I I think a lot of people will say, oh, she's fucking arrogant, but if they really know me, I'm not an arrogant person. I'm actually the opposite. You're opposite. And you're not arrogant at all. Greedy. No. Um, I can be a little greedy. Like, what do you mean? Well, I worked so fucking hard for my money all these years. It's like, I don't want to be just giving it out to Lady Tom, oh, Dick, that's and not Harry. Being greedy. That's just being, what do you call it? Um, oh, wait a minute. A person who's greedy may take more than they need. No. No. To the detriment of others. No, no. No. Oh, for example, here's a good one. What? A friend with greediness may eat a slice of cake you saved for a friend who missed the cake cutting. Who's that sound like? That sounds like me. No. Who does it sound like? You know who. 
Oh, Karina. Oh, Karina will eat the cake. Wait a minute. Karina will lock your arm down but if you I try will, to take the last piece. I will. Like, if there's leftovers in the house, you're probably not going to get it if I'm not playing. Oh, my God. Dude, isn't so it the worst? So maybe I'm greedy with that because I, I will eat your leftovers if it's in the house, if it's something I like. The worst is when you, and I know all you ladies out there in a bitch's land know what I'm talking about, when you, like, go to work and you're like, oh, I get to go home and eat my fucking leftovers from my restaurant last <laughs> night. And I go in the fridge and they're fucking gone. Sorry. And I see the Tupperware or whatever in the friggin' trash. I'm like, bitch, kill you. You are greedy, piggy. Stinginess. No, I'm not stingy. Are you stingy? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not stingy either. Um, I'm actually the opposite. I give I think I get overly give yeah. too much. And that probably is a shadow thing too. When you're too No, no, I want to be giving to the point where if I'm getting good service or something like that and I'm at a restaurant or I'm going somewhere and I'm just like it's unbelievable or you know, the guy who just finished our job here, who was the head, one of the head people. Yeah. We gave him a nice tip because he was just awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's just being. A I loving, really, kind, yeah, a loving appreciative kind, appreciative person. And, you know, I know he doesn't get that all the time. Sneaky. Depends with what. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing your leftovers is sneaky. No. I could probably be a little sneaky. When are you sneaky? Like, I'm like, uh, like a hard get out of here. <gasps> I know how, I know when Matt's sneaky. <laughs> one time Matt went to Boston with his boss, who's like his dad. Shout out to Cabot Carabot. Oh. And Jeremy Brockman. Shout out to Jeremy Brockman, if you're listening. <laughs> and he went out, and they got bollocky bare ass, white girl wasted. <laughs> and I, he slept out that night at a hotel in Boston. All the boys did. And the next day, I was like, oh, my husband's coming home. I'm going to make him a beautiful frittata. And like, I'm sure he's hungry. And he like walks in the freaking house and he's like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. That's so bad. I'm like, okay, just go to bed. You're this. so fucking hungover. We were just talking about this the other night. Too. This was, was like when we first started dating too, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And, and he just went to bed and I was like, whatever, fuck it. And then like six months later, I opened my garage and I'm just like looking at his Lexus. He has like the big GX, it's called a GX, GX. whatever, the big truck. And I'm looking at the car and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this car? What is wrong with this car? Big fucking dent in it, okay? And I'm like, oh my God, when did he do this? So he's like, oh my God, I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened. And then like, what, a couple weeks later, you're like, I can't lie to you anymore. I fucking backed up into a pole <laughs> in that, in the parking morning, garage. The next morning, I was so tired and hungover. I was like, oh God, I just want to get home. I just want to get home. I've been there before, and, but I've uh, never like fucked my car up. Thank no, God. It was just, I, it was, you know, it was a little bump, but I mean, it was, no, it, I was the whole sneaky. back tail end of your car was, was a, crushed in like a soda can. I was dude. embarrassed. <laughs> so he's a sneaky motherfucker. But the best part is the other day I was cleaning the garage and your new Lexus, the same truck, but the new version. Oh. Has a big scrape on the side of it. Yeah, that scrape. I don't know where that came from. Oh, I, that's the truth. I okay. don't know where that is. All right. Don't, if you, I swear to God, if you come to me in three months and say, "Oh, it's no, actually no. this day," well, this I'll is take a your dick and I'll make a fucking is, balloon animal is, out of it. <laughs> this is that wouldn't be good. Nope. But maybe it could be a little fun. No. No. Ah, uh, think about that. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. So, anyways, moving on. <laughs> Thoughtlessness. I think that's it for the ambitious podcast today. <laughs> On no. that note, thank you out there. No, we're and getting have a into wonderful, it. Wonderful life. Listen, this is my podcast. <laughs> it'll be over when I say when I put you through enough pain. Thoughtlessness. No, no. no. I'm not that. Disruptive. No. No. You avoid conflict. I used to be disruptive when oh, I was really? at school. When Tell I was me a more kid. about that. My God, I was a monster. Why do you think you were disruptive though? I was bored. You were bored? Oh, were yeah. you, you think you were acting out? Probably acting out in school. Yeah. I was like the class clown. I was too. I was disruptive and you know. 
I, I don't know. I just didn't. Do you think I you love, wanted attention? No, it is. I love learning, but I didn't like the way they yeah. were teaching it. And I didn't want to learn what they wanted me to learn. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't give a fuck about whatever the fuck is going on yeah. 300 years ago in our country. I mean, even it's though I know everything. No, but... now, but, but I think I was just, yeah, I was just like this. this well, you're a rebel. I was a rebel. Always. Me too. No. Me too. I'm a rebel without a cause. No. You don't avoid conflict. That's not you. No. Nope. Impulsive? No. I am not impulsive. I always think about things before I do them. Lazy? No. You are not lazy. I am the opposite of lazy. No. Sometimes I can back beat the lazy bug back. Matt is so fucking lazy. I'm not, I'm not so fucking lazy. <laughs> I just... Um, what? I, well, number one is I've been doing things longer than you, so now I'm like, I don't want to do something like that. I just don't want... I choose... If Matt could sit, but sometimes I am lazy. Yes. If Matt could sit and smoke all day with his dick in his hand, he he would be a happy motherfucker. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I That's pretty much things. what you do now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna do after dinner. Oh my god! Ew. <laughs> apathetic. What does apathetic mean? A person with apathy may struggle to care about things, goals, or people. For example, an apathetic manager may struggle to work on their relationship with you because they aren't invested. No, not no. into that. Lack of self-awareness. Oh, but no, I do not have this. I'm actually no, hyper-aware. Um, but I, I know a lot of self-aware, a lot of um, people that do not have self-awareness. It's fucking wild. Yeah. yeah. To be around those type of people. It's, See, yeah. now I'm being judgy. Yeah, now you're being judgy. <laughs> and, and bossy. Oh, shush. And then the last one here, I'm sure there's other ones, but it's called absolutism. A person with absolutism may view situations, people, or the world through a binary like good or bad. For example, an absolutist friend may see another friend as bad because they upset them despite a friend apologizing. No. I don't have that. I'm Somebody apologized to me. Oh, yeah. I'm... Oh, I, I always forgive people. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, this is like a... I gotta read this, man. This is like a really good thing that I found here. Um, okay. That's, that's the podcast. It was a great podcast. Thanks for having me on. Oh beating God. the crap out of me. It felt so good. <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good. Do you want to say anything else out there to the ladies in a bitches land? You know, I just lo I love you guys and um that's that's about it. And thank you for having me on, Katie. I had a I had a blast. Oh my God, you're just hungry now. You want to get off the podcast. Yeah. I know who I know who you are. You lazy, I hope you have me back again. You know, I mean, oh, the uh, girls love you. Yeah, they're really great, right? And I also think it's good too because when you're on, I think that they're men folk will be more apt to listen to the podcast as well. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I mean, listen, we just we just poured our little hearts out to you. Yep. And I usually don't do stuff like this in public, but I think it's really good for... Pe I think the best leaders in the world are raw and vulnerable and open and just really share their feelings. Mm. And that's what I wanted to do today. So me and Big Bernard... We came, we saw, <laughs> we conquered, we shadow worked. We did shadow work. And um, I feel better already. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just me and my shadow. <laughs> oh my the shadow's going to go eat something. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> All right, guys, don't forget about Bitchapalooza. Do not, do not miss out on this incredible opportunity to come shake your ass and be all spiritual and set your goals and make 2023 your bitch. In the meantime, I love each and every one of you. Don't forget to share this with all your people. And don't forget to stay ambitious. <laughs> <laughs>